Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Colin G with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 540, where we'll be talking about comics originally releasing November the 13th, 2019. Before Drew and I get into what's coming out in your local comic book shops this coming Wednesday, uh, Drew, we have all kinds of stuff, hopefully, from the world of comics to talk about. Well, um, we're going to push feedback till next week, I think, because we want to launch... Uh, deal, we, deal, deal. We've got a lot of stuff going on. We've got Comicron peak at numbers today. We've got our cover price top 10. We've got, uh, of course, a big old FOC and a sneak peek. And I want to launch our um, Counting Your Comic Book Blessings. Now, for okay. the last month or so, we've been complaining about our comic book pet peeves. And, you know... Listeners have been sending theirs in, and we we were griping and grousing, and 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 it with with Thanksgiving right around the corner, I thought we could flip it on its ear and talk about our comic book blessings. So um, I have shared in the show notes over the last couple of episodes, and it'll and it's on our social media sites, a link to a submission for your comic book blessings. Now, this can be comics that you love, creators that you love, um, publishers that that you feel blessed by, comic shops you feel blessed by, um, things that make you happy um, and glad that they're a part of your lives from a comic standpoint. Now, you need to get those in... um, by November twenty second or early twenty third for our for our November twenty third episode that comes out just in okay. time for Thanksgiving. Gotcha. How many of these do we want? Uh, we'd like to shoot for more? around five. Um, so okay, for, so for, don't be like, here's my here's the hundred things. Here's a hundred things I, I love. Um, but you know you can you can always do five and then give me an alias and do another nice. five and and how will I know? How will I know? put on a mustache? Yeah. Give you another five. Um, gotcha. If you don't want to use the submission form link for whatever reason, or um, you just want to respond to on social media or an email, you can. But you're not going to be guaranteed that you're going to that'll catch them. Um, you know, they might fall through the cracks, so we might miss them. Um, with the with the little submission link that is in the show notes and everything, and on our social media, it's a lot easier, and it's all captured in an Excel sheet for me, um, so I don't miss miss somebody. Um, so we've already got some that have been coming in since we've been posting this. I think we're up to around half a dozen. Um, and so it'd be fun to get double digits by the episode. Um, so please, please share those um, because, you know, we love comics or we wouldn't be here, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. You know, so. No kidding. So um, when I told Kyle about this, he said, are you dying <laughs> no i'm not dying i just felt like you know we did the we did the other things let's do the fun let's do the, the positive one right you are normally curmudgeonly so this really threw me for a while yeah i'm the grumpy old man so i shouldn't be doing this um, but i was excited to see that it looks like comicron's back on schedule and um this could be someone's blessing that you know for they're blessed by comicron <laughs> Comic Con analyzes these numbers for us, uh, but oh, for the love of numbers, uh huh. But we do have some data um, on uh, October, so that's good. Yeah, and uh, we don't have all the full numbers yet. That'll be next week. So, but we have some early stuff. So you can check those out at comicron dot com, and of course, as per usual, Marvel takes the lead, forty five percent. DC's in second with 32%, a little better showing than last month. Image holding steady at 7%. Um, and then we have IDW at 3, uh, Dark Horse and Boom at 2, um, Dynamite at 1.67, and Viz, Oni, Titan uh, under under a half a percent. And uh, then everybody else adds up to that last 5%. So... That's kind of the breakdown this this month versus last year at this time um, is up ten percent. So uh, big October twenty nineteen bigger than last year, and just pulled the the year to date numbers for twenty nineteen versus twenty nineteen last or twenty eighteen last year. 
um, mm-hmm. to just under 1.8% down. So it's a chance, there's a chance we can at least eke out a an increase over last year, which didn't look good at the beginning of the year. Um, so we'll, 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 we'll hold our fingers crossed for November and December to be strong, um, to be strong ones. There you go. Now, the top 10. Topping that list is X-Men number one. I think we had no doubt that um, that Hickman thing was going to launch. A lot of hype um, based on that Powers of 10 and House of X that's out uh, leading up to it. At number two, we got Spawn 301. So a lot of momentum still for Spawn after its 300th issue. And this is the record-breaking issue. The 301 is officially making him the longest-running creator-owned series ever. Uh, Three and four are Powers of Ten and House of X. Powers of X, House of Ten. Which one is it? Powers of Ten, House of Uh, X. Powers of Ten, House of X. Uh, uh, In fifth place is the Joker Gear of the Villain. Uh, that first issue, and then um, uh, it, number six is Amazing Mary Jane, who takes the sixth slot, which I thought was a surprise. Shout out to that for only being $4. It seems like every single top ten book is between 5 and $300 a piece. Oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, then we have Absolute Carnage, number four, in seventh place. Some surprise at the staying power of that book. Ghost Rider, number one, debuts at rank eight. Um and Immortal Hulk 25 takes the ninth slot. Uh, people believe the hype as did like I did and, and invested in that one heavy. And Marauders number one launches into, in, in the top 10 or four, at 499 um, to round out that top 10. That, that's a surprise. I, I didn't yeah. see that coming. Did not either. Now, when you look at these, uh, I think we said last week um, it was seven in the top 10, the top seven or top six. Do you remember? We're, yeah, we're over 100,000? We're over 100,000? Yeah, it was top seven. The top seven were. So um, are we going to repeat that again? I don't think so. Do you? No, I don't think we are. Um, one, two, definitely. Oh. Interesting. I, I don't know. What did a, what did a Absolute Carnage 3 do, I wonder? Was it, a, was it a, over 100,000? must have been hmm. tough one what do you think about um x-men number one i mean that's not going absolute carnage three was ninety-five thousand. okay so that's definitely going to be under uh, yeah. is so the question is is amazing mary jane going to be over a hundred thousand and i say no yeah. so i'm going to say the top f- now i don't even know if the joker year or the villain will be um, I'm going to say the top four are over 100,000. So after that House of X, I'm going to say that's the last one to be over. I'm going to say six. You're going to go with, Amer- you're going to say Amazing Mary Jane is also over 100,000. Yeah. As well as the Joker. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Now, X-Men number one is going to, um, to, is, it took the spot over, over Spawn. Um, so we're assuming that's 200,000. Yeah. Probably my guess about two k, and uh, I was like the under. Do you think it'll be under two hundred thousand? Yeah, I think it'll be over. Now Spawn three hundred one is going to have a huge drop over three hundred, but is it still going to be at one fifty? Probably not. I don't. Know. Yeah, I'm going to say. Yeah, one thirty, one forty. One thirty, one forty. That's possible. Yeah. All right. We'll have to see how that turns out. It looks, that's interesting. Uh, Marauders mm-hmm. is a big surprise there. I didn't yeah. didn't see that coming. I didn't see Amazing Mary Jane coming either, though. So, so that's a surprise. But with Marvel, there's always artificially pumping numbers. True, true. There could have been some some shenanigans on on Marauders that we don't know about. Very very yeah. possible. Uh, when it comes to trades and uh, graphic novels, we have uh, Doomsday Clock Part One hardcover. Which tops the list, uh, and you can read that and not know about all the delays and garbage. Well, you, yeah, you read for six anyway. Um, yeah. But I don't, I don't think part two's coming out yet. <laughs> <laughs> take your time. Think, on this take one. your time on that one. Um, 
The Wicked and Divine, Volume 9. It's the final volume of Wicked and Divine. It, it takes the second slot. Spider-Man Life Story. Um, that was that. That's awesome. And that's going to be really cool to sit down and just read. I think it'll be much more enjoyable. Um, yeah, collected like that. So that's that Zdarsky yeah. book. Uh, Thanos, The Infinity Ending, hardcover four. Ascender, Volume 1 at 5. That's a surprise for me there. Uh, yeah, that was that's awesome. DC Superhero Girls at Metro High, nine ninety nine. Young younger reader book. Uh, the fourth compendium that ends everything for Walking Dead is at rank seven. There you go. Uh, Critical Role Volume One, Vox Machina Origins. Uh, never heard of this. Uh, oh, Critical Role is the Dungeons and Dragons podcast, I believe, in their kind of thing. So oh, okay. they have a pretty good following. Okay. Uh, so that's from Dark Horse. Um, My Hero Academia, Academia Volume 1. Uh, it's big uh, anime. What is it? That's a big anime. Right. This is the first volume. So they, they do the intro yeah. price too, it looks like, at nine ninety nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's cool. Let's continue. That's like a, probably an evergreen for, for manga there. And uh, Yeah. Well, I mean, My Hero Academia has, I mean, this publication i believe has been out for quite a while yeah i figured it's a reappearance yeah. and then um uh gideon falls volume three uh is it over is gideon falls over man it seems like it's been a long time since i've seen a gideon falls around so this month mm-hmm. this is a weird appearance but maybe this is the first time it's being offered um that's what we got from uh as far as graphic novels are concerned now, to take that top spot, Marvel shipped 110 comics and 50 trades for 160 items out. Not far behind was DC at 107, which is a big increase for them. Good for them, no kidding. Along with 30 trades, which is kind of a surprise, but I realized that they have started raising the price of their B covers. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the so all those cardstock variants and going forward, I think all the B covers or, or a significant portion of the B covers are going to be at a higher price point. Therefore, Diamond's going to count them separately. So yeah. there's probably twenty. Our numbers will take a little more differential to suss through. Yeah, I think there's there's at least twenty titles I think that have the different price on there. So that puts them down. That still puts them at eighty some, which is more than they've been for a while um Mm -hmm. so that they have increased their output in the fourth quarter um so i guess you can't beat them join them and they're they're flooding the market again Um, we might have to try to convince john to change his uh mayo report numbers and see if he can put us an extra column where he adds both those numbers together for us oh (laughs) i want to know the numbers i i want to do absolutely no work doing it yeah I, i don't know that I don't know that Comicron does that yet. Um, Image uh, shipped 50 comics and 12 trades. IDW 39 and 16. Dark Horse 26 and 21. Almost more trades than comics. Uh, Boom did 18 and 15. The same, just about. Uh, Dynamite 15 and 9. Viz just did 22 trades. Uh, Oni... Three comics, nine trades. Titan, six comics, four trades. And two magazines. So, I'm not sure what those are. Interesting. Uh, For a grand total of uh, 521 comics shipped, 400 graphic novels, um, 33 magazines, and and 971 comics-related items that you could have purchased this month, uh, the month of October. That would have been a lot of reading. Almost a thousand Mm -hmm. things. Interesting numbers. Uh, we'll see next week just uh, how what what exactly those those sales were all about and um, how close we were to guessing it right. I'm guessing we were spot on. One of us. One of us but, is more <laughs> right than the other. I guess. There you go. Right? Absolutely. Um, now we need to uh, shoot over to the top or no the FOC. FOC absolutely FOC of course the. Final order cutoff. It's our last opportunity to add a few things to our order. Of course, these things will be coming out in about five to six weeks. 
Um, and the things on previews, either now we're getting some final art, some changes, some FOC exclusives, or some other stuff. We get a nice little list here from Eric at Cowabunga, who curates some stuff for us. He's actually pulled six items to the top that he wants to talk about, and the first of which is Butcher of Paris from Dark Horse, a Stephanie Phillips book. We have Kill Whitey Donovan, number one of a five-issue series as well. Kill Whitey. Dark Horse book. Is it Kill Kill Whitey? Yeah, Kill Whitey Donovan. Oh, Donovan. <laughs> I just heard Kill Whitey. I was like, wow. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> just Kill Whitey. That sounds like a Eddie Murphy skit from Saturday Night Live or something. <laughs> Again, we now have also the Dark Knight Returns. The Golden Child, number one. He's talking about the uh, Raphael Grandpa variant. What? What is this? Yeah. Of course, we, you know, Dark Knight Returns, The Golden Child, is a one-shot from that Dark Knight, Dark Knight Returns series. It is a one-shot. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, and it's being, re- it's being done under the black label. I completely missed this somehow. We talked about it a couple times. I'm I thought it was sure. like a whole series, and it wasn't even... I didn't even think it was being... I didn't know it was coming up this quickly. Heck, that's... Yeah. that's Pretty sure it's just a one-shot. Maybe I'm wrong, yeah. but I thought it was... No, you're probably... I'm sure you're right. I was... A, a single dip in. Yeah. Um, of course, we have the... Uh, speaking of black label, we have the Harleen hardcover um, series. Uh, the three-issue, I believe it was, series that just came out. I believe it just finished up, and we also have an... Our, our, a wonderful offering for a hardcover here. So, if you can get that deep, deep discount and get that for 15 or whatnot, that is a heck of a deal. We have Annihilation Scourge Beta Ray Bell, number one, written by Jim Sub. So, we get some Annihilation and we get some Beta Ray Bell back, so that's pretty cool. And we have Spider-Man 2099, number one, written by your boy Nick Spencer. My boy. So, 2099 is... Coming back around, and Spider-Man is leading the pack. But there's a whole lot of other stuff on the FOC, and Drew and I will start combing through it, and we're going to start in Dark Horse. Okay, there's there's that kill Whitey Donovan. Wow, there it is. There you go. That is interesting. <laughs> and, of course, we have the Butcher of Paris, number one. Butcher of Paris, number one, and Whitey Donovan were the two that uh, Eric talked about. So I think he pretty much grabbed all the good stuff from our boys in Dark Horse. And there's, of course, your crone, or crony as I call it. <laughs> Down to DC. I see they're finishing up the Batman universe. Uh, Walmart book. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Six of six. Really good looking Francesco Matina. Uh, cover B on their, I'm sorry, I will start calling them the cardstock variant on Batman 84. And uh, Tom King's last episode or issue is. Mm. <laughs> Crap, we talked about it. 88. Like 87 or something. 88, like that. 88 maybe. Yeah. Something so. like that. 89. Wow, there's a lot of variants on that Dark Knight Returns. Mm-hmm. Ooh, you want a $1,200 one? Oh, mama. One in 500? <laughs> Pass. But there will be people that that will be their thing. Frank Miller doing the art on the 1 in 100 variant. Yeah, that'll be a nice one, too. Mm-hmm. Those are usually ones people go for. We do anything special for the Deathstroke 50? Uh, Christopher Peace, Priest. It's a four ninety nine. Well, yeah, I was gonna say. So it's a little oversized. We've got a uh, variant edition by Scan, S K A N. Yeah, yeah. In this episode fifty, they're finishing up their. Well, it's you know. Whatever their storyline is, it all comes down to this. With the fate of his family hanging in the balance, the real Slade Wilson must take 
on his most dangerous foe yet himself. So I don't know if we're going to have a big reveal perhaps in this or something. Um, maybe something to check into. You might not want to miss that one. We still we were finishing up the Batman uh, Walmart book. And we're finishing up the Superman as well. So I'm looking forward to seeing how they, those both turn out. Those have been um, pretty quality, quality books. Have you read any of these Tales from the Dark Multiverse things? I have not. This is the Judas Contract, which is that, that's the one that would interest me the most, I would imagine. Yeah, that's the Teen Titans thing, right? Mm-hmm. And there was one about the death of Superman not that long ago. But I'm not sure what the deal is. I, I seem to have skipped all of these. Excuse me. Yeah. This is a very interesting... I'm still looking at this Dark Multiverse Judas Contract. This looks pretty good. Terra's betrayal starts not with the Teen Titans, but with Deathstroke himself. Yeah. Enough that you want to add it? Mm, no, but I do want to read it. It's a $6 book. Yeah. Too rich for my blood. Too rich for my blood. Exactly. All right. That's all I got in DC. And I'm finding nothing in IDW. Yeah, I will be reading that Napoleon Dynamite second issue, but that's not a, not a spec book. I saw a cool thing where Usagi Yojimbo was teaming up with Kevin Eastman to do a cover on for something. I thought that would be kind of rad. Oh, that would be. Every once in a while they cross over, don't they? Usagi and um, I think Turtles. So. In the yeah. So down to Image, where we have, of course, twenty XX. Lauren Keeley and Jonathan Luna writing that one. Jonathan Luna, of course, is. Uh, Alex and Ada that we first uh, really enjoyed. Oh. And uh, Laura and Keeley in her writing debut. Yeah. Uh, now we're to um, Dead Eyes number three. This is the first Dead Eyes that is new and not reprinting Dead Rabbit oh, okay, material. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So um, those last two were basically just the previous Dead Rabbit issues with the word rabbit replaced with eyes <laughs> in the text um, throughout. So that was basically the only change I saw in those um, that I noticed. But uh, this is the actually new material that has probably been sitting around for a while waiting for him to get the rights and get this figured out. And, and so I, I'm guessing um, uh, this, this should be like not far behind the, the issue four. I would imagine they're all stacked up and ready to go. But but anyway, this is the first one with new material in it. So I'm excited cool. excited Very to check cool. that out. Worth making sure you get that one for the new material? or I, uh, If you like the first two. I mean, I, I, I love the first two. So um, I thought it's it been really good. So I'm definitely excited about it. But if you were waiting because you had uh, Dead Rabbit 1 and 2 already... And didn't want to get the the old material again, then this would be the way to jump. This jump is the first it. one you want to jump on to continue that story. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. We got Manifest Destiny and Nomen Omen, two two books I'm enjoying um, a lot. And that's about it for. Uh, yeah, I'm just checking out covers on Spawn 303. Yeah, and the the second printing for Undiscovered Country um, is is a different cover. It's that Char it's that Charles Soule's Scott Snyder book. Uh huh. Oh yeah, that is much. I mean, the the cover A is just the map of the U.S. So if I remember correctly, and yeah, kind of being missing. Yes, it's quite different. Very cool. Down to Marvel. Of course, there's our Beta Ray Bill. I can't believe they're doing another Doom 2099. Yep. I guess everything, they're going to do 2099 everything, aren't they? Yeah, I was going to say, we're just taking everything to the future. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, are you are you in, are you you in interested in these? Are you gonna... I've never been a big fan of the 2099 stuff. No. I mean... 
Like, I'll probably read the Spidey, but I don't even think I'm going to sample any of the others. Yeah. I just, I mean, I'm, you got to either be all in, or I guess, or, or not bother, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm sure they're going to do an event, a 29.9 crossover event, I guess. And you have to read them all. And, eh, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm grumpy again. There, I'm curmudgeoning again. That's all it took is a little 2099. A little <laughs> Marvel craziness. Uh, so what is the deal with Giant Size Defenders number three? Is that a first appearance of someone? Oh, the first Daredevil mm-hmm. with the Defenders. Uh, yeah, I'm not interested in that facsimile. Doesn't seem like a oh, key to me. Yeah. Yeah, especially like when the other option was the Eternals, number one up here. Yeah. Of course, Eternals being a big deal coming up with the, the series and the, the movie and all that fun yeah, stuff. So. That's more interesting, the, that, mm-hmm. that one. Um, but still. But if you're a big Daredevil guy and you don't have that hardcore key, maybe snag this up to, in the meantime. I mean, the Eternals is worth it just for the Kirby. Arc. Yeah. So. Yeah. And why not, right? Mm-hmm. I haven't read that New Mutants yet. Don't know if it's any good. Symbiote Spider-Man Alien Reality. And we got all kinds of covers. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm a I'm a Spider-Man guy. It, uh-huh. uh, but uh, there's too much, man. Too much Spider-Man is not a good thing. Mhm. But it's Peter David writing. Is that sweet in the pot? No. No, it doesn't. So. No, it doesn't. Yeah. I don't need this much. I mean, I guess if I was a Marvel zombie and all I read was Marvel, I wouldn't care. But let's say you're a big Spider-Man guy. How many, how many Spider books in a given week would you, or in a given month, would you want? Four. Four, realistically. Okay. One, one a week. There you go. I can't, and no more. No more than that. It's dumb. Yeah. I mean, unless that's all you read. Unless you just read Spider books. I guess there's those people too. those people and of course uh, symbiote spider-man alien reality number one the art Adams is one of your eight piece connecting variant pieces what do you come down on those you like that stuff you think it's cool or you think it's too hard to chase it's 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 difficult to chase and they're spread out and sometimes you'll see them like one this month and three and five or five next month and it, it's mm-hmm. a pain i've got a couple even connecting variants that i forgot to buy the second one of so when it's two of them sometimes i still screw up let alone eight yeah yondu uh number one going to a second print and number three out available at the same time That's a surprise. I didn't think that would sell at all. Yeah, I wasn't sure how many people are interested necessarily in that, but it's good to see at least maybe a few people are, hopefully. All right, let's head down to our booms. Mm. The Power Rangers are hanging out with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, The only thing I'm happy about is that is we get a pretty cool Dan Mora cover. Ooh, that's yep. good. He's good. Yep. Are you going to try for the thousandth time? To... Oh, yeah. Hold on. We also have an FOC variant by Kevin Eastman. Here we go. Or What's that? What are we looking at? Power Rangers? So we have Power Rangers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, FOC exclusive Kevin Eastman variant. And when I say exclusive, I'm assuming that because I just see FOC variant. I assume it's only available through FOC. Um, so that is probably something you want to make sure you get. Because if you're... If you your LCS does not do FOC, they will have zero of these forever. 
it's um actually pretty cool. Yeah. Um, it's really it's got a mix of the the Rangers and the Turtles together on the cover. Um, mm-hmm. It's really nice. So yeah, do not skip that one. If Smaller I was, shops if I could, don't do FOC are not doing that. If I could stand the Power Rangers, one iota, I would <laughs> definitely be in on that. But mm-hmm. I cannot. It looks like Dynamite is trying for the umpteenth time to launch James Bond. Good luck. <laughs> Yet again. In a Me Too area and a, and a 2019, James Bond's just too difficult anymore. Yeah. And and it's, you know, boring. We've got Red Sonja 11. Man, we've got some covers for that. Holy crap on a cracker we do. There, There's also a, a FOC exclusive for Red Sonja 11. By Roberto Castro, which is nice. I'd love to know what the numbers are on some of these FOC variants. Can't be that yeah. much. And we've yet to really see one catch fire. Yeah. All right, Dynamite. I like what you're doing here. Dynamite Edition, The Boys Number One, Dollar Edition. Yeah. Uh, get people in. You are six months late to doing this, which is stupid, but I like that you're doing it all together. Yeah, like you didn't but know man, that Amazon Prime was putting this out? Yeah, you missed the boat like by a, a stupid large margin, but I like that you're doing it eventually. Would you finish but, that by any chance? Yeah, I loved it. I finished every single one of them. I only got to watch the first couple. And then Real TV came back. <laughs> All right, down to our Action Labs and some of our other smaller publishers. Anything from Aftershock this week? Nah. Sherlock Scandal in Belgravia. What is this? Sherlock Holmes. Oh, this is based on the TV series? Yeah, based on Benedict Cumberbatch. I thought that I didn't know that show was still happening. I it, it probably isn't, but only in comics. Oh, okay. Nothing else. Nothing else. But of course, this is our FOC. This is your last chance to add or do anything different with your order. And of course, Drew and I like to go through it. So the one thing I made sure and find on this is uh, if you are at least the little bit interested in Power Rangers and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, there's an FOC exclusive variant that you may want to look into yes uh now the good folks um at cover price have scoured the ebay listings and put together a top 10 of the hottest spec books on the secondary market and they say they are number one dead man logan number 11 um selling 18 units this week with an average a raw average of 17 bucks a piece because this is the yeah. first appearance of Daniel Cage's Thor. So that was um it's a little spoilery, but you know, you gotta know that's gonna happen in this in this spec this spec segment. Um And you know who Danielle Cage is? Yeah, it's the daughter of um Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. Luke Cage, yeah. And she was um just a tiny little thing in current uh, mm-hmm. continuity. And just a baby, and then she was obviously worthy enough to uh, pick up the hammer in Dead Man Logan's time. And Dead Man Logan, I finished uh, the twelfth and final issue. That book was um, wonderful. Ed Brisson did a heck of a job. Um, really finished it up nicely. Um, I know this is hot right now. This Daniel Cage. So if you got it, I mean, hats off. Sell them. Um, the, I don't think they're ever going to revisit this character. I, I got a feeling this is going to be put away, and, and that's yeah. that's that. But you know, I've been wrong before. Because I guess <laughs> Old Man Logan, you know, they they dusted him off. So yeah, I was going to say that came, became a thing. Yeah. Uh, number two is Batman Beyond. Number twenty five. This is uh, sold forty eight copies, uh, an average of about nineteen dollars. Um, the true identity of Batwoman Beyond is uh speculated in here i guess so for whatever that that means um 
Batman Beyond number 37 takes the third slot. Um, this is the first appearance of Batwoman Beyond. And uh, 36 copies of this one sold for around 12 bucks a piece. Uh, Kyle, why do we care about Batman, Batwoman Beyond? Do we know? I uh, don't think we did, but okay. I don't, I don't know. Uh, let's see. Batman 368 takes the fourth position. This is the first appearance of Jason Todd as Robin. This is not 357, which is the first appearance of Jason Todd, where he's ripping off the hubcaps. Yeah. Or three. There's another one too that's like him in the suit, right? Is this the first one with him in the suit? Yeah. Yeah. And then there's another one where he's referred to as Robin, where he's not in the suit yet. So uh, Jason Todd has like three speckable books in this era, but I think 357 is still the one that people look to as the key, right? Mm-hmm. With him, with him lifting the hubcaps. Yeah. Anyway, Batman 368. This one uh, sold ten copies, uh, eighteen bucks a pop. Oh, not too shabby. Venom 19 is a ratio variant speculated upon by folks like us. Thirty-two copies sold, twenty bucks a piece. Daredevil 133 is the first appearance of Mind Wave. Um, <laughs> Eleven of them sold. Uh, the raw average sold for six dollars a piece. Um, graded nine eighths are selling for three hundred and fifty dollars. So Kyle, <laughs> this is that time in the show where we say, "Oh, here's a place to make some money. Buy all yeah. the raw averages, send them off to be slabbed, and sell them, sell them to sell all those Mindwave fans. All the Mindwave fans. I don't know why Mindwave is hot. I've missed this there as well." Uh, number seven, Joker's Killer Smile. Number one is a black label series timed with the release of the Joker movie, so people are excited about it. 29 copies sold for cover. Yeah. <laughs> Exciting. Want, want. Want, want. Number eight, Conan the Barbarian. Number 10 is a one in 25. 16 of them sold for $17.83 on average. That's, I think. You, what do you pay for a one in twenty five nowadays? Twelve bucks, fifteen bucks. So it's not that great. Yeah. Uh, Spider Man Unlimited number one. This is the ninth slot. Thirty one of them sold. Uh, Fifteen seventy five a piece. Nine point eight selling for eighty dollars. This is the first appearance of Shriek, who is going to be in the next Venom movie. And rounding out the top ten, Master of Kung Fu Annual. Uh, 10 copies sold, $11 a piece. This is the first meeting of Shang-Chi and Iron Fist. And we care because... <laughs> we don't know. Oh, there's a clarification done here. Batman 366 is the first Jason Todd in a Robin costume. 368 is when Batman actually accepts him oh. as a Robin. So yeah, And then, of course, 357 is the, the one that I think is the true key. But, you know, your mileage might vary on that. Depends. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, let's slide on over to uh, Sneak Peek and see what else we got coming out this week. Yeah, over to our Sneak Peek. So we're going to head over to previewsworld.com, find our new releases, find November 13th, 2019, and start in image. Family tree number one, Drew. Yeah, Jeff Lemire, another cranking out another book. This time, Phil yeah. Phil Hester's doing the art. We like Phil Hester a lot. Um, With Ryan Cody and Eric Gapstur. Now, didn't Phil Hester do the uh, Jimmy's Bastards Cowabunga exclusive cover up at? Um, that sounds right. Was that was that him? Yeah, he. Yeah, okay, I met him. He was really cool. He was a really cool guy. So now I'm in. Now I'm interested. Now I'm yeah, intrigued. Excellent. Moonshine thirteen is back. Wow, Moonshine has been going for a while by Brian Azarello. Well, Azarello was doing, um, Batman Damned and something else since then, right? Yep. So that's kind of cool himself. that he he's able to do that and then then shift gears and come back. Mm-hmm. It's the second print of that spawn. 301. 
Yeah, we talked about this and how cool it was. It is a neat thing. It's the one that, you know, is that the one with the crown? There you go. But I believe it's actually just reprinting one of the alternate covers of 300 as well. Yeah. But uh, if you're a Spawn fan, you want to have the record-breaking 301, got to have that. Yeah. We sh- right. Ready to shift down to Dark Horse? Yep. we got an ElfQuest sighting. Um ElfQuest's been around a long time. The Pennies, Wendy and Richard Penny, um, do writing and some of the art on this. Um, there is a a rabid fa- um, fan base for ElfQuest. So I used to love ElfQuest. I, we could get it at the local library. I don't think I ever read one. Mm. What is it? Is it like a is it D and D ish? Yeah. Yeah. Fantasy type stuff, I'm guessing. Very fantasy, yeah. That's all I see in Dark Horse. Alright, down to IDW. That's all I see in IDW. <laughs> down to DC. Batman Grave, number two, Warren Ellis writing. Brian Hitch on the cover for the first one. A man was murdered, and Batman is in his head, and he knows how it happened. All he has to do now is survive his own deduction. Don't miss the second chapter of the new thriller from writer Warren Ellis and artist Brian Hitch. We get Dollhouse Family number one. Uh, this is uh, our second title in the Hill House imprint. I really liked A Basket Full of Heads, mm-hmm. and I'm looking forward to this one as well, this... Um, Dollhouse Family. I believe this is the one that's not written by Hill, right? He might just be... Um, he does the backup. The backup, yes. Uh, yeah. Basketful of Heads was his. But I, I'm still, yeah. I'm all in on this Hill House imprint. I'm going to get everything. And it's Mike Carey, which I know from something. Yeah, I can't remember what I know Mike Carey from. Um, I think we had this conversation. We did. I can't remember who it was either. <laughs> uh, event Le- Leviathan finishes up with its sixth issue. Um, we'll see how that goes. We've got Far Sector number one. Um, N.K. Jamizen with a Jamal Campbell cover. And he's the uh, Jamizen. Jamison is the uh, uh, author of The Broken Earth. And inheritance science fiction trilogies. She is making her comic book debut. Oh, and the artist is the Naomi artist. Oh, cool, cool. So that's a pretty good combo. Might be interesting. I'm gonna skip it though. <laughs> too much. Too much to read. That's cool. They collected the Flash Year One into a hardcover. Uh, That soft, kind of soft relaunch of that book was a lot of fun. I like those issues a lot. Mm -hmm. And they've collected that as a hardcover. All right. It took me a while, but I realized what I know Mike Carey from. Okay, moving on. What was it? It was a little-known book call, from Boom called Suicide Risk that I really liked. Suicide Risk, that's it, yeah. Yeah, took me a minute because it was bugging me. All right, where are we at? <laughs> uh, we're done Marvel. with DC. Done with DC. Okay. Done into Marvel. Got the annual for Black Cat. J. Scott Campbell doing the cover on that as well. That's a good cover. House of X has wrapped up, but we're still doing extra prints on it because people are still wanting to catch up. Uh, of course, trying to loop that into the new X-Men world. I don't understand it either because at this point you can get the uh, collection. Yeah. Well, I guess I guess if you were, yeah, I guess if you missed one, I don't know. I don't know why you want that at this point, but people still do. Morbius number one, the living vampire. Um, it's no longer relevant for him to be the living vampire, but we still refer to him as that. We've got uh, Tomb of Dracula number 10, 
Facsimile edition. There you go. Blade. Yes. Doesn't look like the Blade we remember, but... <laughs> 70s were a different time. The 70s were a different time, I guess. Got the 50th issue of Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Hats off to Orion North and Erica Henderson for that uh, milestone issue and final issue. Uh, so it's finishing up. Uh, it says it's after 58 issues. Oh, because it must have relaunched at some point. <laughs> and uh, this is, this would be a kind of a cool one to, to, to sample, probably, the way to see how everything ends shocked up. Shocked it's only three ninety nine, Like, shocked. That is a surprise. Good for them. Um, so fun series. I'm sure it'll be back. Um, there's X Men number Dynamite. two. Oops, sorry. X Men number two. That's that. X Men number one was our top selling book of last month. Mm -hmm. So um, this one should sell a ton. Um, and. Uh, people seem to like it. I couldn't we'll get through like it. The X Men. <laughs> you, you have? No, but people love the X Men. People love the X Men. Yeah. So relaunch it, reboot it. They're out. they're on board. Yes. Now Dynamite. Um, I don't have anything Nothing there. Do I have anything in Boom? What's this? Folklords. We talked about this. That Matt can't. Uh, we, there was a preview of this. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Comic book day as well. Yeah, that's right. From Narnia and Harry Potter, we hear it reveals a real world of fantasy, but Ansel's world of monsters and magics. He's haunted by visions of our world with tailored suits and modern technology. So, fish out of water. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Something is Killing Children, number two, going to a third print, so that's awesome. Yeah. It just continues to sell. Continues to sell. All right. See some of our smaller items. Oh, we've got Black Stars above number one. Lonnie Nadler, Jenny Chaw's a vault book. This is that young fur trapper book. Yeah. Cosmo Mighty Martian number one of five from Archie Comics. So we got a. More of an all-ages book, one of five, coming out from Archie. Good on them. Trying to do some new things. Um, Uncivilized Comics, which is the first uh, time I think I've ever mentioned this publisher. Their book is called For Real. Uh, it's written by James Romberger. Um, and art by James Romberger. And uh, he did Seven Miles a Second in post-York. <laughs> Their cover says, it's only $6. <laughs> <laughs> only? Ask not the price. Could have at least given me a five ninety nine on that. A must for Kirby fan. So if you're a Kirby fan... Does that mean he apes Kirby? I'm guessing. In the style of? Um, so if you liked Mirka and Dolfo's Unnatural, she has launched unsacred and instead of going with image she's she's with a a blaze um which is a surprise i would assume that her next book would also be from image um so this is um this is like her heaven and hell book it looks like um i mean i love her art it's wonderful um i struggle with her uh, English as a second language writing style, and I, I've got—I'll definitely sample this because I like the way Unnatural started. Just mm -hmm. didn't care for how it finished, so we'll we'll see how this one goes. A surprise is it not? Uh, does it not surprise you that she didn't go with Image again? Uh, it does. There's got to be something behind that. A Blaze Comics. I don't remember ever mentioning them either. Do you? Yeah, uh, no. They sound familiar to you? Uh-uh. Mm -mm. Me neither. Next thing that caught my eye is a book called RV9. 
Um, it is from Mad Cave Studios by Ben Goldsmith. Uh, former assassin Velveteen is on the run from the, the Order of the Nine organization that took her family and forced her into a life where all she knows is secrecy, violence, and death. Looks good. Sounds good. Yeah. Ruans, number one, from Keen Spot. Uh, Hank Hobby, doing the writing. Theo Jones, a former championship boxer turned bouncer in the wake of a tragedy outside the ring, is a grieving and guilt-ridden man at the end of his rope. Following a series of traumatic events, Theo awakens in a particular place, unlike any he's ever seen before. Nice. It's all from me. Alright, you're at this point of the podcast where I ask you for your pick of the week. What's the book to make sure you pick up, find, and put in your collection that you're going to want to have? Because in a few months we'll be talking about it, selling well, and making you all kinds of money. You know, I think um, I think Matt Kent's long overdue for a, to, to for a hit. So I'm going to go with this Folklords number one. But I'm not going to go with cover A, Kyle. I'm going to go with the FOC exclusive Dan Mora. There you go. Um, Dan Mora's hot... Off his Once in Future book. Yeah. And uh, so I think you capitalize on that by jumping on Folklords number one. Get the FOC Mora variant if you got it, if you, you pre-ordered go. it. <laughs> um, otherwise, get the cover A. There you go. And I'm going to check out this RV9 from Mad Cave Studios. Sounds like a little bit of fun there. Um, so that is definitely something I'm going to take a shot at and see if there's any meat on the bone there. I also recommend if you're at all into this Immortals, pick up that uh, facsimile edition just to have. Yeah, I think that's a good one too. Probably could have had that book for ten bucks like six months ago. <laughs> well, not six months, maybe a year and a half ago. And if you're a Spawn guy, pick up the second printing of Spawn three hundred one. Um, commemorate uh, that independent comics doing big things. We always love that kind of thing. Good stuff. Anything else, Drew? Nope, that'll do it. All right, well, thank you for listening to Comics for Fun Profit. Thank you for following with Drew and myself. If there is a book on this list that you're like, guys, you missed a big one here, uh, let us know on any of our social medias, the Instagrams, the Facebooks, the Twitterverses. Drop us a Gmail, anything like that. We would love to hear from you. Uh, be part of the show. Of course, send us your comic book blessings so we can talk about those. Spread some peace, love, and positivity this Thanksgiving uh, month. We'd appreciate that. Or if we pick stupid books and you want to call us out on that, feel free to do so as well. We just want to hear from you. Be part of the podcast. So for Drew and for myself, see you.